once again to another exciting edition of Tales of Azeron. Azeron. We last left the party discovering... <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit delayed. Usually I echo that. <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? I, I, think I, I usually echo recap. it. I just, uh, I Every time you say Azeron, I want to echo it too. I, all right, all right, all right. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> Azeron, Azeron. No, no, he has to say it first. I have to say it first. That's how it (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everybody, once again to another exciting edition of Tales of Azeron. Azeron. (laughs) That was bad. I I repeat it out like Azeron. Anyways, it doesn't matter. We'll do it live. We'll, we'll do it live. We'll work, right. we'll work on it later. We're workshopping this. We're workshopping. We are. We'll get it done. <laughs> so a recap of the last episode. Uh, last episode, you guys discovered that the gods of your world, Lozle and Arbmos, the god of light and uh, darkness, respectively, um, were mere mortals that ascended to godhood. Alden, trying to save his furry friend Sariath from remaining a cute but feisty bunny rabbit, started praying to the statue of Pelor for guidance, and had a strange familiarity as he prayed. Eventually finding a cure for Sariath's furry situation, the temple started to collapse. As the heroes scrambled out of the crumbling temple, the heroes made it out. All except for one of them. Who made it out alive? Let's find out. The smoke starts to clear from the entrance of the former temple. You don't see anybody else come out. Sai, Alden, Sariath, and Sorrow, you guys are standing outside of the temple, and Morgrim is nowhere in sight. Where's where's Morgrim? We have to dig him out right want? away. <laughs> I can't see. I can't see. I'm blind. I'm blind. Guys, okay. I'm blind. You're okay. Um, we'll start digging now, trying to see if we can pull, pull out the rubble. Start uh, coming up for a thing. Where's Morgan? Help us dig. No, we need leverage in order to move the, the rocks. This is the last time I never follow archaeological procedure again. This is, I can't believe this. And Sarayath will pull out their crowbar and try and find a shovel, anything. I dive at the dirt, just start scraping at it with my, with my hands. All of you guys rush towards the pile of stone that is blocking the doorway out. Alden, you go and you start trying to lift one of the heavy rocks that are in the way. Sai, you jump forward and try to dig under a rock to maybe get uh, Sariath some leverage uh, to to get something uh, out of the way. Sariath, you start panicking. You've you've not been this shook since the last time that you and Morgrim uh, were out on an adventure. A long, long time ago. The last time that you guys were on an adventure where one of you guys died, or almost died. It was long before you guys, all four of you, started traveling together. You were in a swamp with Morgrim uh, protecting you and guiding you uh, through this swampy area. And you were looking for what you usually look for. A temple of some kind that you had heard the locals talk about. 
you guys got uh, near the temple entrance and you guys were besieged by a rather large viper. The battle that you guys had was long and arduous. And the last thing that you recalled of that battle is that you were swallowed whole by this viper. Mm. You didn't know if you were going to make it out. But Morgrim kept fighting. He fought. And he cut you out of the belly of the beast. If it's the last thing that I do, this temple is going to be unsunken. And by this new god's name, if we have discovered such a thing, I will not rest until every person knows his name and his temple's failings. Soro looks at you, Sariath. He's he's dead. He, no, he, no, no, he can't. He can't be dead. He's not dead. Where why why would he be dead? Why would he be dead? If you unearth this, then we can inspect his body and cure him of any injuries that he may have suffered. So if you could help instead of just sit there, this would move a lot faster. Yes, no, 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 of course, of course. He's not dead. He's not dead. We need evidence. Yes, she nods and she goes forward and starts to help you move rocks. Sigh. As you hear Sorrow say, he's dead, you get jolted back to a time when you lost somebody else that meant something to you. You recall the death of your father, the murder of your father. It was a very shaky time afterwards. Your mom was never the same. But you recall a conversation that you had with your father uh, mere weeks before. He had taken you out to hunt. Sigh, my boy. I have brought you out here because I feel we don't spend enough time together. And I would like to spend more time with you. Oh, well, I've, I've always wanted to spend more time with you, Father. I, I just, we don't have, we don't have anything in common, it seems. What do you mean we don't have anything in common? Your mom, she is my wife and she is your mom. And, well, I am your father. And I am, I am an elf. And your mom is not an elf. And you are the best of both worlds. Yes, you, you tell me that all the time, Father, but I want more than flesh and blood. I want I want a connection with you. I'm not just a creation. A perfect creation. <sighs> well Sai, my boy, is this is this concerning the fact that you don't really have any friends yet? I don't need friends, Father. I think you do. And the thing is, uh, it's okay, Sai. Don't you know that you are cool as all hell on the inside? Oh, as much as I enjoy hearing you say that, just so you know, we don't say cool anymore, Father. It's, it's, um, it's, it's cooey, cooey, cooey. It's what? Cooey, cooey. What is that? I don't know. Fairies start saying it and it's confessed around. Let me use it in a sentence. You are... Your boy, cooey, cooey. That means I'm cool. (laughs) Is is that what that means? Yes. Yes, I I suppose it does. You know, this is... This this right here, this is nice. Just... Just talking to you. 
you know? Of course. <laughs> I'm always going to be here for you. Then why do you make that face every time I play music? Well, your music is, um, interesting. That's what it's supposed to be. Yes, of course. You... Look. Sai, I, I brought you out here for uh, more of a reason than just hunting. Makuikui. Uh, cool. Yes, okay. Um, look. I know that... You don't have very many friends, if, if not any. Don't need them, but I... I I really want to stress the fact that I think you do need friends. And look, I know your hair is wild. I know you have no style. My new style is my style, father. But go on. Well, here, how about this? The best bananas will ripe with time. You're just going through a weird phase. I'm a coconut father in in a bunch, within a bunch of bananas is what it is. Okay, and... And I, I guess I, when it comes down to it, I just want your approval. And I, I wish I was more like you, a warrior, a, somebody who was brave and, and has stories to tell. My stories are your stories and song. I have no stories of my own. Well, that's why I'm saying if you have friends to go on journeys with, then you will have stories to tell. Stories are... Stories are important, my boy. They are important because they give us hope. They show us what the world is, and they shine a light on the best aspects of all of us, and the worst aspects as well. Hmm. Your songs will bring joy to many, I am sure of it. I want to teach you something. Yes, please. He teaches you how to cast Unseen Servant. Awesome. Now, this spell does take a bit of time to master, but... I'm sure that with all of the time that you have and the lack of friends that you have, and hopefully this isn't a crutch for you in the future. Uh, never mind. Um, but no. I, I hope that this spell will assist you and remind you that there is always someone there for you. Dad, this is... Father, this is so mkwikwik. I mean, you know what? You're right. I... I'm going to try. I, I can't help but think that maybe you could be my friend. <laughs> Sorry, my boy. I will always be your friend. Don't ever leave me, father. I'll never leave you. Fast forward to the time where you found your father dead. You left that room. You ran out of the home that your mom was still wailing in. It started to rain. You ran for hours, it seemed like, and collapsed under a tree. Almost on instinct, you cast Unseen Servant, and you lay in their lap, the rain falling down, showing what almost appears to be tears running off of its cheek as you remember your father, the man that you lost. A tear falls from your cheek as you start Digging furiously. You're not going to lose another friend. Morgrim, stay with me. Morgrim, say something if you can hear me. Can he can smell you. Morgrim, my friend. Alden, you start digging. 
you start moving this giant uh this giant rock that's in your way. Can you give me a strength check, please? Um that's an eleven. So with an eleven, you put both of your hands and you dig them into the ground. You feel the small jagged rocks rip at some of your knuckles as you pick this rock up and heave it over your shoulder. <sighs> I don't care. Um I'm I'm trying to dig as fast as I can. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of, kind of saying in a low voice, like, no, 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 can't be, not again, not again, more, more grim, more grim. As you keep on digging, you're brought back to the night that your village was attacked, that your clan was attacked. It was a dark and stormy night that night. You remember the night all too well. The smell of the rain on the forest grounds and the lightning flashing as you saw your people get cut down. One after another. You remember the talk that you had with the Elder before it all happened. Alden, I feel there's something I need to tell you. What, what is it, Elder? Well, you you are not an ordinary member of our tribe. You are special. What do you mean? Like, special how? That's when you hear the noise outside. You hear screams and people getting attacked. Alden, run, my boy! Run! But, but what about everybody else? Don't worry, we'll try and save them. But you must run. I, I go I'm thinking back about my actions from last time, and I, I, in my memory, I ran. I ran it to the forest as quickly as I could, uh, scared, not knowing what's going on. And I think back of what's what happened now, and how it seems like I ran away as well, and I lost my friends, my family. I let them down as I let my friend Morgrim down as well. You did let him down. You ran forward and you left him behind. But was it your fault? Because the last person that was there was Sorrow and she picked you up and took you along instead of Morgrim. But I could have done something. I could have looked back. I, I could have helped them as well. I'm, I mean, I, yeah, I, she, she, she helped me, but she's not at fault. I mean, you hear a voice almost kind of contradict what you're saying you were a coward alden you've always been a coward no i did what i had to do i mean we both ran I wasn't strong enough I, I that's right you weren't strong enough you've but let down people before and now when the time mattered most you were not there you were not strong. Uh, as as I hear this, like tears are coming down my my, my eyes. I'm like, no, no, no. I could, I, could, I can change this. He's not dead. He's not. And and I start digging and trying to pull more stone as as much as possible, as quickly as possible. This is just the voice that's in your head. Mm -hmm. Your self doubt. I mean, if I can still help him, he might still be alive. Morgrim, yell to us. Are you okay? You yell out, and there's no answer. You guys continue. Uh, trying to get and move the rocks aside. Sariath, yeah. you remember a little bit more about that, uh, that swamp temple. After you had gotten cut out by Morgrim, he gave you a piece of the snakeskin. He said that you should always carry it with you as a reminder not to uh, get too carried away. When you got back into town, you had Trifecta fitted with the snakeskin as a grip. Yes. And it's always been there since then. Although I think that with Sarais not getting carried away, the thing with Morgrim is that he didn't give up. 
So his actions and his words were sort of contradictory. And because you have to pay attention to Morgrim's actions and not his words most of the time, uh, not giving up on Sariath. Uh, Sariath isn't going to stop probably until he has the body of Morgrim. They have the body of Morgrim. You put in your crowbar and you start trying to find leverage somewhere to move rocks out of the way. You see your knuckles are bleeding as you're trying to get in the small crevices of these rocks and try to move them aside. Yes, that's fine. I think uh, spilling a little blood is acceptable. Continue on. Uh, I don't have to sleep, I guess, for another thousand years. (laughs) After about 45 minutes or so, uh, you guys move a paltry amount of rocks. It doesn't look like you guys have made much progress at all. But you still continue. You move forward. I want to try to use, if I can, my spiritual weapon uh, to kind of help us dig. Um, But I want to see if I'm able to, if I can summon it just within maybe like a hole of the rocks so that it appears and kind of like a weird pickaxe, but like like an umbrella of sorts. It it grabs some rocks and we can start pulling out that way. So you want to make your spiritual weapon into a pickaxe or something? Yeah. You know, it may help us to either cut the stone or kind of help push it. Um, I don't know if that's, that would be something that we can try. You, uh, you're able to conjure up your spiritual weapon and you do, uh, turn it into a pickaxe and you start smashing into the rock. Uh, the rocks are being broken up into smaller pieces, allowing them to be moved easier. You start focusing uh, on the bigger uh, rocks that you can see because, you're, like you said, your spiritual weapon doesn't last very long. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are focusing on the bigger rocks and smashing them as hard as you can. Morgrim, may I please get a strength saving check from you? A strength save. And pray to the gods for you through. <laughs> oh! Mm. 15. With a 15, you are able to, uh, as you're running out with everybody else, and this is going back a little bit in time, uh, you see Soro pick up Alden and take him with her, and you are left behind. You figure, hey, this is probably not going to be good, so you take out your shield and you put it right above your head, and you hunker down. You are able to create a small amount of space to where you're not completely crushed by the rocks. But your right leg has been pinned down by a pretty large rock. This isn't the first time this has happened, though, is it? No. It's not the first time. The last time that you had a very similar situation was when you were in Ursne. You were patrolling the uh, cavernous system in Ursne with your brother, Haken. You guys are going uh, on a normal route. Uh, Mulgrim? Yes? How much do you think that it would take for me to find any drunkard and be able to put them out put in them terms out. of drinking? Ah, oh, I, I see. You're wondering if... Uh, 
your ability to uh, you could drink uh, some drunkards under the table. Is that it? Of course. Uh, well, I have seen you put it away. Uh, I would bet you could probably uh, drink uh, seven. 70% maybe of the drunkards. There are a few who uh, I don't know if they have blood or uh, alcohol in their veins. Uh, so I would be worried if you were <laughs> messed up against them. But Gaston is nothing compared to me. Uh, Gaston. Uh, well, sounds like a prick anyway. Uh, yes. No, I, I, uh, I have every confidence that you would be able to uh, hold your own. Do you think I would win or do you think you would win? In a competition between uh, uh, brothers. Mm. Drinking? Yes. Uh, I've never had much of a taste for it. Uh, you know, it's... Because I know I could kick your ass any day of the week. <laughs> Twice well, on we a holiday. <laughs> if we were drinking, yes. As long as we weren't crossing swords, then maybe you would have a chance. If we were crossing swords, I think I would take you out also. Mm, I disagree, and so does Vaza. <laughs> One of these days, I will take you out. And it will be a great day, followed by massive amounts of drinking. Mm. And you'll win. You'll win. <laughs> the drinking, at least. <laughs> he uh, shoves you. Do I then get shoved into a hole? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, he just shoves you, and uh, you hear something off in the distance. Shh. Mm. Did you hear that? Yes, I did. I'll go. Just... No, no, no. Let us both go. Uh, wait. This system, it's coming from the thing that I think it's coming from. If I go around and you go this way, maybe we can get them in a pincer attack. I follow his direction. He goes off to the left, you go off to the right, and you guys are heading off towards a deeper chamber on the inside of this cavernous system. Uh, Haken goes off. Where do you I, head? I, I stalk, you know, kind of seeing which way he's headed. Uh, I would, you know, try to plot my path so that we would meet coming around uh, either side. And uh, I'd be keeping an eye out to see if I can identify where the sound is coming from. Uh, give me a stealth check. All right. Stealth check. Let's see. Oh, not very good at stealth. Oh, wait. Why did I roll two? Uh, because you're at disadvantage because of your armor. Ah, yes, my armor. Well, there you go. Six. Six. <coughs> uh, you make some noise. And yeah. uh, you hear the people ahead of you. Hey, did you hear that? Uh, don't worry about it. It's probably just a rock. Mm, I'm going to go investigate. All right. You hear uh, footsteps coming towards you. Okay. I would uh, attempt stealth again to try and hide by a nearby rock and, and not be seen. Go for it. Hey. Oh, hey. I, I rolled a disadvantage, but I rolled a natural 20. Oh, on and you rolled an 11 as well. And because of our house rule, you get to keep that 20. Yeah. So, so you, managed to, you managed to hide behind a boulder. Yeah. That's off to the side. Uh, it looks like just a common bandit. Who knows what he's doing out here? Uh, and it sounded like there were at least two of them. Okay. I would wait for him to turn around. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as he turned around, I would move quickly 
to I would attempt to bring my blade up by his neck and interrogate him, ask him what he's doing there. He looks around for a sec and he turns around to go back. Okay. You execute your plan mm-hmm. flawlessly. Sweet. So I, I come up, I bring the blade. Don't make a sound or it's the last one you'll make. What are you doing here? Mm, he doesn't say anything. I I press the edge of the blade in just enough for like a paper cut on the throat. Like thin, but enough that the pain he knows I means biz- I mean business. Give me a strength check, please. Oh, five. He pushes against you. Mm-hmm. And he uh, pushes harder than you can kind of withstand. And he slams you against the rocks of mm. the uh, the cave. Mm. And uh, you get pushed through. You hear a crack and you start falling. Mm. You guys both fall for what feels like an eternity. He does not land well. When you come to, it looks like his neck broke when he hit the ground. Oof. Okay. You were able to survive, but you have a rock on your on your leg. Hmm. Ah. Hmm. Hey, can this not going to let me live this one down? <laughs> Just as you mentioned that, you see Haken pop up over there. Mogwim! Ah! <laughs> you found me. <laughs> no, it's thought, not very uh... difficult to find you. Uh, I thought I would win this round of uh, hide and seek. <laughs> ah. You okay? Ah, I, I'll be fine. Just need to get this uh, boulder off of my leg. <sighs> um, can I like leverage it? Am I like you know now that I'm like kind of conscious? Am I able to maneuver it? You're able to maneuver it. Uh, what you remember doing is you put your sword, uh, you put your shield down. Mm-hmm. And you used your sword as a as a lever to try to move it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would, you know, I would do that and try to free my leg. And um, you assess. pried it free. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pried it free in the past. Yeah, and uh, Haken brought you up with a rope. Mm. You remember well, that uh, you guys went to the bar, uh, the tavern afterwards, and uh, he started telling everybody about this. Uh, this accident that you had. <laughs> Thanks a it's, lot. It's one of the few fun memories that you have of your brother before things went to shit. To say the least. All right. Well, I would, uh, if I'm back in the present, I would be attempting to uh, maneuver that again. I have my shield kind of up over my head. I'm pushing against the the weight of these rocks and stuff above me, but I have this like kind of small cavern and I realize and thinking back on that memory uh, that this is a bit of a tighter spot, literally and uh, figuratively than I wasn't before. Yes. Um, and uh, I reflect on that, uh, but I don't, I don't let it consume my thoughts instead in typical Morgan fashion. I, you know, I get to work. I, uh, I start to, you know, try to use my sword to leverage the the large boulder that's got me pinned, and then uh, what I would uh, be looking to do is seeing if I could uh, kind of a shift, like shift the shield and my weight to try and like cause a landslide almost off of the top of my shield, um, relieve some pressure maybe if I could like shift the the rocks that are on top of me and. Uh, you know, relieve that pressure so that I can kind of try to push through. 
Go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw, please. Dexterity save. Okay. And you're going to be at disadvantage because you're pinned down. 12. All right. With a 12, you are uh, able to move ever so slightly and gently. Uh, you move your shield and tilt it in just a fashion to where the pressure of the top is relieved. You hear the rocks crumble uh, to the side. Um, you have a little bit more room to uh, to maneuver now. Do, do I hear my friends? You do not. But let's go back to them. Sarayath, Alden, Sai, uh, you guys are still digging, and uh, you hear further rocks settling uh, on the inside. It doesn't seem like it's too far away. <gasps> Did you hear that? Stop. Oh, I, I, I think I did. I think I heard something. No, that was my stomach. Sigh. Hold on. Shh. Morgrim? Morgrim? Do you hear us? Morgrim, give me a perception check at disadvantage, please. I think he's gone, Alden. Oof. Sigh. Don't say that. What did you five. roll? I got a, a five. five. With a five, you don't hear them. We do this. We do this by procedure. We go steadily and carefully and try to avoid more rockfalls. There is no other way. There's still hope, Sai, so snap out of it before I snap you into it. Oh my. Okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Sarath. I, I needed that. Let's go, people. Put the, put the food away. Let's, let's do this. Start digging with renewed hope. Give me an intelligence check, Sarath. Oh no, this has not been so great so far. And last time I did this, I got turned into a bunny. <laughs> a two! Plus two is a four! <laughs> you try, and for all of your intellectual might, you cannot figure out how to do this the most efficient, wise manner. Uh, to try and move multiple rocks, you can only do one right now. Sorayeth, snap out of it. Help us. All right. Willy-nilly it is. As we're we're digging, um, my mind goes back into, like, what we experienced at the temple, like, right before this happened, that feeling of warmth and how praying helped Sorayeth before. And hopefully maybe this time... Something similar might be might be able to help Morgrim, like, or at the very least, just keep him keep him safe. So I'm gonna start praying while I'm moving stone, kind of kind of doing through. So I'm just I'm just I'm just like deep deep down, just like please, Pelor, protect them. Just keep 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 watch over him. Give me a religion check, Alden. Uh, religious uh, religion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ah, uh, that was so close. Um, it was a 10. It was almost a 19. You close your eyes and you you just focus all of your energy into this prayer. You feel a slight warmth. Not as strong as it was earlier, but you feel a slight warmth. And it's almost a reassuring one. Like, keep on digging. Keep on digging. You'll find what you're looking for. Okay. You're reassured. That's where I have noticed this, though. Rule perception. All 
right. Probably very distracted, so I'd take the disadvantage because I'm busy with other things. But I got a natural oh. 20. <laughs> so out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> you see him stop what he's doing, and you see him immediately close his eyes and just kind of say a couple of whispered, hushed things under his breath. Um, and you see him... You see him get renewed vigor as he continues to move things. All right, so I will be narrowing their eyes, uh, but we'll continue to dig and resolve to ask Alden about this later, especially dependent on the outcome of what is at the end of this dart. <laughs> Morgrim, back to you. Mm-hmm. You have figured a way to uh, get the, the space necessary for you to try and move your leg from under this stone. I'm going to need a strength check from you. 16. With a 16, you maneuver your uh, shield into that same position that you did in the past. And you have your sword, and you got it in the same exact position. You remember this. It's like yesterday. And this is how you got out last time. You pry... Uh, the rock up with all of your strength and you feel pressure uh, be removed from your leg. Mm. Ah. Ah, that's much better. Ah. I would try and pull, you know, like once I feel the, the pressure relieve, I would, um, you know, pull my leg away and, and, you know, assess it. Um, I would, uh, yeah, just try and get used to the maneuverability again and try and, and figure out like what my next step would be to try and push my way out of the burial I find myself in. You pull your leg and you feel the ligaments tear in your knee. Mm. It hurts to move this leg. Mm. You cannot pull from the knee. You have to pull from your waist up above uh, yeah. Otherwise, it'll do more damage. Mm. I I have a couple healing potions on me. If I were to drink one, would that kind of help me to get a bit more maneuverability, or is this something that would require a bit more intensive healing? This is more intensive healing than a healing potion could offer you. Mm. Okay. Um, all right, so then I, again, I kind of return to the fact that, like, you know, this is a it's a tougher spot than I've been in before. Uh, but I still am, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, how, you know, Alden's probably causing a scene. Uh, you know, he probably, you know, had a rock fall on his toe and and thinks that he can't walk anymore. And uh, and by Alden, you mean I mean Cy, I mean right? I, saw, I meant Sai. Yeah, that's what I meant Sai. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I meant Sai. Yeah, so Sai probably stubbed his toe and now he can't walk. And uh, Alden is likely, uh, you know, worried about me. And uh, I, I think about Sariath and, you know, how, how I saved them before and how they're likely, how they would likely be impacted if uh, I wasn't able to make it out. Uh, so I would uh, just be kind of using my weight and pressing against the fin or like trying to press against the rocks and 
uh, get out so that I can see all my friends again. You ponder on that a bit. Uh, the reactions of your friends who are just on the other sides of these uh, these rocks. As you guys continue to dig, you move more piles of stone, but it feels like it's just never ending. There is a voice behind you guys. Uh, um, h- hello? Turn around. Who is it? It is a man, and he's with, uh, he has another group of uh, of people with him that are stark naked. <laughs> and they're they're covering they're covering their their parts as much as they can. The creatures, come on, help us dig this temple out. One of your saviors has been trapped inside. Come on, let's go quickly. Then close later. They're of secondary importance. Um, in a quick instance, um, Alden, the first thing that comes to mind is like, how did they cross the checkered the checkered tile? <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter. Let's dig. Help us. They go over very cautiously um we're we're naked and um it's kind of weird you know um would you prefer if i took off my clothes would that make it easier for you the utmost importance secondary importance was i not clear i mean oh okay i guess i guess uh okay guys let's let's help they start uh coming forward helping you out uh, it looks like there are eight individuals here, and they start helping you dig out your friend. Many hands make light work, as they say. And eventually, about after an hour of digging, you guys have moved a lot of the rocks from this area, but still no sign of Morgrim. How deep have we gone in? You guys have probably cleared about three to five feet of rubble. Wow, only? Yeah, <sighs> these are big rocks that you guys have been moving. I need to take a break. I'm stepping away. <laughs> I'm going to get my loot, my... I'm going to get my uh, loot out and fiddle, around, fiddle away. I'm inspired by all these naked people trying to save a dwarf under a mountain, so I figure it's going to make a good song. So I start fiddling away. As I watch all these naked people go out. I continue. Okay. Yes, Sarayath will continue until the point of exhaustion, in which case mm-hmm. they'll meditate, um, but restart and, and do some more. I mean, do I need to make a fortitude save to continue? No, there is no such thing as a fortitude save in 5th edition. Uh, there is a con save, though, that you could do. Mm. So, uh, so we worked for eight hours. Oh my god, naked! <laughs> Those people were naked with us. Who are these people? Can I just step aside for a moment? I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, sure. You step aside, and one of them steps aside with you. They're breathing heavily. They are naked, and they're just kind of covering themselves as they're there. Uh, hello. Hi. Can I, I, I think I missed the introduction. I was, I was busy trying to save my friend who's possibly dead. Oh, yes, I, uh, well, we were just coming back because uh, we wanted to get our clothes. Where are your clothes? They're probably in there, 
but it looks like we're not going to get our clothes because there's a lot of rocks in the way. I guess we should just head back to the village naked and just take our shame that way. Anything of value in there? Maybe we'll come across it and I could bring it back to you. Uh, nope. Just our clothes. Well, mosquitoes will be out soon. Oh, that's great. That Thank you for reminding me of that. And can you tell me who are you and your people here, exactly? Uh, we come from the nearby village of Redford. What were you doing in said cave? Uh, well, um, we wanted to explore the cave and the stuff that was there, so we guessed incorrectly and got turned into animals. That's right, that's right. Well, then, um, you're welcome. Oh, that was you? Well, not, no, it was, well, mostly me, yes, but it was me and my friends here. We did that. Asariah is, like, frantically flinging stones out in the background. (laughs) Your friends, well, you and your friends saved us with... We will continue to dig. Uh, Clothes be damned. Thank you. And they go back to digging. Yes. And while you do that, I'll play you a song. Give me a performance check, please. I roll a a 14. A 14. So you uh, start playing something on your lute. Um, It starts off a little sad, because you're kind of thinking that Morgrim's dead, but you have a renewed little uh, just gust of inspiration as you see these naked people just uh, going in and helping you out, helping all of you guys out, and it starts to get brighter, and everybody there is uh, is feeling more inspired. Yes. So you guys are continue to keep on digging without taking a break. While we're digging, um, I kind of talk to the people that come and go like beside me. And I asked them, I was like, do do any of you have an, any any skills or, or an, an, any way that you can help us? Something that can make uh, that can move the stone quicker or make them lighter or make them disappear. One of them looks at you. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Let me just reach into my imaginary pocket that I have because I'm naked and have no clothes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have been uh, snarky. It's just. It's been a rough couple of days. Actually, that gives me an idea. Thank you. Can I cast Mage Hand and send it through the stone to grope blindly at Brox? It doesn't say, like, message, like, a one foot of stone, um, like, blocks message. But does Mage Hand go through objects? It can. Can I cast Mage Hand and, like fling it around <laughs> to find something squishy. Sure. That's the best thing. I'm going to say. Yes. I, I, will, I will allow it. Okay. So, Sariath is going to cast Mage Hand um, and then will send it uh, in a radius trying to search within the 30 feet circumference that it can reach. You start reaching a little bit uh, 
about two feet in front of you beyond the stone. You keep on reaching, kind of going around in this uh, this radius here, and you get about five feet in, and Morgrim, your fanny gets touched. Hello. <laughs> Hello? There is a squeezing going on on your on your fanny on my on my rear end. Yes, Uh, your derriere. Hello, yes. Ah, ah. Well, I guess my leg is uh, hurting, and uh, you can stop squeezing my ass. Thank you. All right. So I guess you feel squishiness on the other side. Who's 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 squeezing my ass? Who's that? Who's in here? I like turn around. Do I see a mage hand or whatever? Like what do I see? Uh the mage hand is invisible, isn't it? Uh it says a spectral. So You see a ghost oh, hand then. A ghost hand. So I turn around <laughs> and I first of Soraya's hand. It's an extension of their hand, so So I turn around and I see a ghost hand and I go, ah! and then I notice it's Soraya's and I go Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like I like shift my weight, like I'm like like scooting on my uh, around on my butt to try and get my like mouth near the the hole where the mage hand came through, and I'm just it, like it wasn't a hole; it just went through the rocks. Oh, it went through the rocks. Oh, mm-hmm. oh okay. Well then, I will uh, just be like I felt that. Hello, and I'm just calling. Just Sariath now. Sariath, Alden, Sai, give me a perception check. 19! You hear a voice on the other side of the rocks. Perception. Okay, yeah, I rolled a 7. Like, I know he's okay, but I don't. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> I roll a 19. So, Sai, mm-hmm. as you're playing uh, your... Uh, as you're playing your loot... Um, you pause for a second to think of another, another, you know, kind of thing you can play. Uh, but then you hear Morgrim's voice. Oh my God. Morgrim. I heard Morgrim. I'm going to bust my drum out right now. I'm going to run over <laughs> to, the, to the pile and I'm just going to start pounding away. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Morgrim, you hear drumming and sigh yelling yeah. towards you. All right. I would uh, be like, oh, yes, it sounds like the uh, <laughs> this, uh, uh, celebration has begun without me. Uh, okay. Uh, and I'm just like still trying to find, you know, weak areas in the, the wall where maybe I can, again, I don't want to like remove support to cause the rocks to crumble instead i i get the sensation that i might be able to if i shift at the top of the uh at the top of this cavern like if i just kind of angle outward i can again cause more of like a landslide away from me so i can kind of open the top above where i am um that's Give me an cool. intelligence check please oh intelligence mm. you're, you're playing real life jenga here uh, <laughs> flat 10 no pluses. A flat 10. All right. You think you found your magic brick that will give you just a bit more room, but you have to hit it at just the right strength 
or otherwise it will cause a cave-in. All right. So if you want to give me a strength check on the tower. Okay. We can see what happens. Here we go. Dice giveth. The dice giveth. 20. Dirty. You whack at the stone. You brace yourself. You whack at it. And it falls off. And a bunch of rocks start falling, but not in your direction. Yeah. On the outside, on the outside, you guys see rocks start falling towards you guys. The smoke clears. Uh, Get out of the way. Get out of the way. Naked people, get back. The naked people jump back. Sorrow jumps back. The smoke clears and Morgrim is there. Their eyes will fall to their knees. <sighs> and then we'll get back up and point a finger and be like, I told you to write a will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's good to see you too. Ah, uh, so nice. Uh, and I'm just like, I'm like using the strength of my arms to kind of, you know, take grasp of some of the rocks that are more sturdy on the outside and lift and my entire weight and my armor. Um, up and around because I can't really use my other leg. So mm-hmm. I'm using my arms and my and my good leg to try and like shift around. And um, I get up on the uh, side of the uh, the cavern that I was in. Um, and everyone helps yeah. you try to get out. Uh, um, Alden, you notice that uh, Morgrim's uh, leg is holding on by strands. It looks very bad, and Morgrim oh. is actually looking a little pale. Yeah, so so right away I go, oh, I I I, I uh, tell him put him down, put him down. All right, Morgrim, are you okay? How uh, how are you feeling? Uh, well, uh, I think it's supposed to be more connected than that, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, losing this, a lot of blood, and uh, you might be in shock. So um, this this may hurt. Uh, uh, and I'm sorry. Somebody sure. give him something to bite down on. Morgan, uh, Morgan, oh. just listen to my voice. It will, it will calm you. Is that, is, it, is that what it will do? Oh. <laughs> and I, uh, I'll, um, oh, no. I'll grab a like a, a piece of leather like out of mm-hmm. my patch, and I'll just kind of like double it up, and I'll, I'll bite down on it. Um, I'll grab him by both ends of the legs, and I'll try to put them like close together, um, and like kind of align it properly and once mm-hmm. I feel like I got I'm in a good spot I'm going to cast uh, he, uh, Cure Wounds at second level so before you do that give me a medicine check to see if you're Oof. able to set it in the right area it's like operation I'm going to yeah. have a messed up leg now <laughs> oh my gosh could Soraya assist Ooh, 15 with that role you are able to determine the right area to put the leg in you can okay. cast your spell. All right. Uh, so since it's going to be at a second level, um, I'm going to, it should do another D8. So it should be 2D8 plus, uh, plus my spell casting. So as you're getting ready to, ca- to cast this spell, uh, you see Sariath is just kind of hovering over, very concerned. Hmm. Sai is singing softly, trying to calm Morgrim down. And then I'll throw in another D8 as well. Uh, 12. He should heal 12. 
Cat's whisper. Uh, you feel a large amount of pain, Morgrim. Can I get a con save from you? Yeah. Dirty 20. Ooh. Ooh, what the You heck? hold it together enough. You don't yell. You just bite down as hard as you can on that leather. And it doesn't feel as bad as you thought it was going to feel. Damn right. I'm not going <laughs> to cry like a, like a baby. Uh, you're I'm just also... missing most of my legs, so I can just... So I'm... I'm like, it's going to go now. <laughs> I'm like the coolest. I'm the coolest one in the party. I have to keep it together. I say that after I take the leather out of my mouth. <laughs> you are surrounded by your party members and a bunch of naked people. Mm. Uh, once I do, so wait, which is which? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, once I'm done with the leg, I just look at Morgrim and I go and go in for a hug and uh, and say I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and I just squeeze him like a little bit ah, too tight. Uh, just kind of. All done. It's okay. Ah, I'm, uh, so. I'm sorry. I don't I'm apologize. It's not your life. fault. It's not your fault. You can't control how fast the rocks fall. I just have <laughs> got short legs. I've never been a good runner. Uh, but... Feet have got no rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> Sigh. Yes. <laughs> You know what would be great right now is if is if uh, you were to uh, take some notes and memorialize just how cool I was just uh, oh. when I had my leg reattached. You see, it was hanging. My friend, I had no, le- I had no leg left. This is going to be a song that kings will sing to their children. Oh, the masterpiece! I see. I'm excited I'm so, to hear it. So happy you're alive. Oh. Your beard is shredded and dirty. And- Oh, is it? I'm like, I like feeling up my beard. Is it all full of debris and stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Your beard is ruined. Oh, uh, it's ruined? It's ruined. <laughs> it's it's ru- I, it's dirty. I can't just it's, wash no, it. No, no, it's ruined for the day. Oh, okay. I it's was not like, like, like completely ruined. I'm like, my beard's ruined. Just kill me, DM. <laughs> just kill me. <laughs> if you're going to do that to me, just, just, I'm done. I'm just going to crawl back into the cavern and let the, let the rest of the rocks fall on me. Surrender to my fate. Calls another line. line it's like it's like going, yeah. It's like it's like a doctor going to the family. It's like, oh, to the patient. I, I, I'm sorry, we have some bad news. Have, the beard has to go. The beard has to go. No, <laughs> take me out, doc. I'm done. Oh man. Here's Alden and Cyrus. They, they almost gave up on you, but I never. I'm there for you. Uh. Oh, I, I'm I, sure, and and as as uh, as Sai says that, I kind of like look over at Sarif, um, and I'm just like, I doubt that's true. Sarif has just been sort of standing back, a little bit in shock, kind of shaky, just sort of like edging away from Morgrim and the others. Like everything that Alden said, like it was my fault, and then Morgrim's like, no, it's your fault, and then Sarif like whispers in their head. It's Oh, and then Morgan asks Sai to take notes, and then Sarai like clutches their heart a little, like, "Oh God, he doesn't trust me to take notes anymore." So Sarai is just sort of <laughs> like a twig. Well, yeah, oh, I'm having, uh, yeah, and you were already an insecure bunny before, so it's like <laughs> Sarai is not in a good mental state. I can tell. Um, but no, I. Uh, I would just um, 
Okay, so after the healing and everything, DM, like what 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 is my status? How am I feeling? How's my leg looking? You're feeling you know? good. Uh, your leg is still a little stiff, but uh, it's able to move. Okay. Doesn't give you too much trouble when you're moving. Okay, so I uh, I'll get up, kind of shakily with Alden's help. Don't uh, stand, Morgan. And kind of, you know, it feels. I I imagine it feels kind of like it's asleep. Um, yeah, you know, so I'm like kind of like you know curling my toes and like trying to like wake it up and and get some more limberness to it, you know, um, fully expecting um, you know a goblin attack or something at any minute, knowing my luck, you know, just like you know want to be ready to to fight, you know, be battle ready. Um, that's always front of mind for me. Um, mm-hmm. So I uh, I get up and I try and get some more limberness to it, and I uh, I head over to Sariath. Uh, and I, I just put my hand on their shoulder. Said I, why are you hiding over here? Mm, uh, yeah, your beard's your beard's dirty. I'm sorry. Uh, it's it's fine. I can clean yeah. it. And we have a great healer too, so my leg will be fine too. Yes, it's like. Alden. I, I was thinking when I and I'm like wincing as I kind of like shift my weight. I was thinking it's funny because it, I imagined that you were in a very similar situation not that long ago. And I uh, I point out uh, trifecta and the snakeskin um, on the hilt, and uh, I'm just like, and I imagine uh, maybe it was a little less comfortable even. Uh, you know the the belly acids of that snake. I remember it was a nasty business and. Uh, Look at you. You made it. And look at me. Yes. I, I made it. I didn't give up. I, I don't. I, de- I don't think that you did. I don't think you ever would. Okay. Well, I'm going to go over here. Um, there's there's naked people. I'm, I might offer them uh, a blanket or, or something. Yeah. Sure. And we'll, we'll write your, your will. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I would, uh, I'm, I would like your help uh, in that. It's very all technical, very legal stuff. Uh, I'm sure that you would have uh, some insights on it. Uh, but you can't claim monopoly on all my best stuff. You know, I want to be able to share my wealth with others if, uh, if I ever go. <laughs> I don't think I will. I think my stubbornness will outlive me. <laughs> uh, and I, I give Sariath like one of those, like you know like hearty slaps on the back that's like a, oh you know buddies um oh, God. but then but then uh it sort of just like kind of melts a little bit at the end um and just kind of like turns into a, a soft um like squeeze on the shoulder and then a, a slight rub and then uh i turn and i walk back to the rest of the party sariath might just die right there. <laughs> so, so awkward and like twitchy and like goes over. This is like even worse than their, their uh, sibling that had came, came to them. So they're going to go over and, and offer like their blanket strips or offer to weave them elven uh, frolic leaf coverings if they so desire. <clears throat> uh, they, they take any and, uh, every offer of uh, clothing or protection from the cold outside, um, seeing as they don't have fur on their bodies anymore. Jesus. There's clothes in the, 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 the first entrance, isn't there? Did we find, like, 
was just a pile of clothes thrown around. Yeah, they might so, not have made it back to that room yet or something, maybe. No, yeah. the, you guys made it out to the entrance of the temple. Mm-hmm. Um, so the rockfall happened at the entrance of the temple, not the entrance of the checkerboard room that you guys were in before. Oh, okay, okay, I see ya. Okay. Mm-hmm. So their clothes have been trapped under rubble. Mm-hmm. Or shredded. Or that. Those rocks definitely shredded those clothes. Cheap. Mm-hmm. Cheap clothes. Well, I mean, we'll give them some warmth if we have any torches or anything to kind of keep them warm. Let's go ahead and do that. How about we have them lift Mulgrim and take them back to the town? That will work up some body heat. No, they're not lifting him anywhere. He's quite stout. I don't want them dropping him by accident. Besides, they've done enough work, and I tended to secondary matters, which was their clothing. So, if anything, we should possibly move during the day and set out a campfire here. Is there any sort of waylaying we might expect traveling in the night to the town? How much daylight do we have left, and how far is the town? Uh, The town isn't too far from you guys. You guys could probably make it back before nightfall. I want to warm that up and a, and a, a leg of an animal roasted. So I say let's go to town. I'm sure Mark feels Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's better, yeah, it's better to, to uh, get to town and have them actually be somewhere safe. Because I, I, at this point, I don't know if we can take care of all these people, especially at night. Yeah, agreed. Let us depart. You guys uh, start heading out. The people are clothed as much as they're going to get clothed, and they're huddling together for warmth uh, as you guys are heading towards the town. You guys make it to the town gate, and there is Fennec, who was just out and about doing normal you know, villager things, talking to other villagers about the disappearance of the people and wondering if they'll ever come back. Uh, and he sees you guys, and he sees the group of people, and his brother... Uh, as well, and there's a lot of people, you know, going for hugs and bringing clothing and everything to make sure that everybody's clothed. Uh, Fennec comes up to you guys' group and he says, "Thank you so much for finding everybody." Uh, it oh, looks like welcome. it looks like everyone is safe and sound. All the day's work, I would say, for us heroes. I look around. Yes, of course. Let us uh, let us welcome you back as we should welcome any heroes with a feast. Yes, feast. And some leaves as, for my other friends. I as he says to. that, yeah, as he says that, um, I'm going to see if that clicks on my brain. Um, since I, I do remember that they had issues get, um, getting food for the town before this whole thing started. Um, if Soraya turned into a bunny I'm sh- and other people turned into animals and they started hunting them. I want to see if you can kind of put two and two together and be like, hey, did you guys eat your friends? Give me uh, give me an intelligence check if you want to piece that together. Um, or actually, no, right, don't cause... give me an intelligence check. Just uh, broach the topic. Well, I want to see because uh, Alden's not very smart. I want to see if he's able to kind of piece it together. <laughs> Otherwise, he would gladly accept the, uh, the feast. Okay, yeah. So, uh, nine, uh, 19, natural 20. 
Yeah, you piece it together, and it's it's uh, like uh, Soylent Green is people moment. Uh, uh, um, um, I, so I, I Ryan looks Ryan. over and says, I don't eat meat for this very reason. <laughs> yes, I, I, I can see why, and I'm starting to agree with you. Um, what's, what's what's hungry? Kind of, what kind of food is in the feast? Uh, we're going to have some venison, uh, some vegetables as well, some uh, winter roots, and of course, mead. I'll take the mead and some vegetables. Do you um, not want venison? I don't believe so. I kind of uh, pull Sariath over and be like, um, do you think we should tell them or just let them live with their ignorance? Sariath sort of dazedly looks down at Alden and is like, oh, Alden, so nice that you're here. <laughs> and then we'll be like, hmm, what was that again? Live, live in their fear? What? Um, sh- should we tell the people that they might have or might be eating their friends? I mean, if a deer walks up to them and then they shoot it and they don't question why, I doubt that uh, letting them know that they're eating possibly enchanted people. Mm-hmm. But they might figure it out when the bones have changed. Didn't we break the spell? I'm actually quite curious. I'll check the bones and then we can check before we tell them. We wouldn't want to terrorize them for no reason. I know how. Difficult wondering is. Okay, I agree. Um, well, let's go. Let's take a look and see what is awaiting us. You guys go into the feast hall. Everyone there is happy and merry that they are reunited with their loved ones. Uh, everyone comes around and, like, you know, thanks you. Um, a lot of crying, a lot of uh, joy as well. Um, and everyone's having a good time eating their food and the bones of the venison don't turn into human bones or anything like that. Okay, final check. Is there no. anyone still missing that hasn't returned? No. There then, is uh fine. there's no one missing. Alden, you can rest safe. Most of these creatures had below level sentience, possibly. We'll never know. Okay. I'm still gonna pass on a meat for tonight, but I will definitely drink. More and, meat for me than mm-hmm. What was that say? More meat for me than Alden. <laughs> Give me that chicken leg. Go Give for me. it and enjoy. Zariath so will find sorrow and apologize very stiffly. Like, I apologize if I was abrupt and or short with you during the incident um thank it's you okay. for your help i appreciate you were it. you were under a lot of stress i mean anyone can see how much you care for your friend morgrim yes friend yes indeed it's a new title one that i'm getting used to but thank you anyway uh, uh gonna go over and eat some <laughs> Rabbit food, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's funny. Did you just make a joke? Well, it has actually 
a joke that Morgan made a long time ago. So I just uh, hope that he <laughs> is happy that it's spinning <laughs> now. Do I hear that? <laughs> yeah, you hear it. Yes. Um, it just stops in the middle of whatever I was saying or doing. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> that's actually very funny now. <laughs> it's way more funny than before. Because <laughs> you were, because you were rabbits. So that, so that there's the human that. If you didn't know, that's the funny part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, can <laughs> to go to this corner now? Sai <laughs> uh, takes out the loot after he's done with his food, and he starts uh, playing a song. Let me suck on my each finger real quick and get all the juices off. <laughs> when you say he takes out the loot, I'm like, did we find a treasure? I'm confused. I have a drum and possibly um, a small instrument. I think it was a harmonica. Do you have spoons on you also? Spoons around me. I'm, everything's an instrument for me. That'd be cool. Anyway. <laughs> so Are you saying? Morgan has a hidden talent of playing spoons. <laughs> I will because... never confirm or deny this little character trait. Next level bard. Yeah. 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 When we get to multiclassing, that, yeah, when I get to level 11, yeah, multiclassing into bard for sure. Um, while, uh, while they're all, you know, they're doing their thing and eating and everything, um, I take out, uh, deck of cards because i have some playing cards on me uh and i just you know kind of shuffle through it and i just i just start drawing cards like just you know shuffling and i draw a single card off the top of the deck um and just kind of playing a you know playing a small game of of chance with myself um you know seeing what i draw seeing if i draw high seeing if i draw low um the first card that you draw is a high card. Yeah. And I kind of, you know, I would interpret that to be like, well, yeah, my luck my luck continues. Um And then, then the next card that you draw is a low card. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it says something on it. Oh, it does. What mm-hmm. does it say? You haven't taken this deck out in a while. Mm. At least not this card. For you okay. don't remember because you know cards are cards, and you don't remember what you play at any given point. But this card says something on it. Mm-hmm. It says, "To my little brother, mm-hmm. Haken." Yeah. Uh, I would just like. I would be surprised that there was writing on the card. Um, it's faded. Would, you can you can barely see it. Yeah, yeah. And it would remind me of, you know, when we had a better relationship. It would uh, the fading of the letters would also remind me that it's been a long time since it's been that way. And I would, uh, I would take the card. And I would throw it, like uh, like toss it, kind of like a, you know, like a like a stylized dealer would, 
and I just shoot it into the uh, cavern where I nearly was buried alive and died. Uh, oh, you guys are not there. You guys are in the town. Oh, we've gone back to the town. This point. Yeah, you guys. Well, have then gone I, back to the I town. would. Then I would. Uh, We're partying. I guess I would. I would. Uh, where would I toss it then? My shirt's coming. Maybe off. the maybe Why? the hearth. Yeah, I'd do that. I would toss it into the hearth at that point. So I just kind of like look it over, and then I would just toss it into the hearth. Um, and so was it? This was a low playing card with writing on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the deck is incomplete, much like must. Much like many other things in my life, um, so <laughs> <laughs> so that's fine. So I so I toss the uh, the card into the flame, and uh, you toss the card into the flame. Uh, the camera kind of zooms in on it as yeah. it's burning. You yeah. see the name Haken burn out, and then the rest of the card goes. Yeah, yeah, and then I just. Um, I would tuck the rest of the, the deck away and, uh, you know, I'd put it away and then I'd just kind of survey the, you know, the tavern and everyone sort of celebrating and everything. And, um, yeah, just, just reflect on almost dying, reflect on Haken, reflect on going to Ursne, uh, all those things. As the rest of the night goes on and people are partying, uh, the night turns into day and you guys are ready and uh, roaring to go uh, towards Ursne. Uh, I imagine by the next morning, like the stiff... Uh, what what lingering uh, detriments, if any, do I have, DM, from this experience? Or Or is my leg pretty much up and running? I'm good to go. You won't know until later. Okay. It's good to know. Um, it was really your heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So what you're saying is the friends we made along the way was a really, <laughs> was a real journey. Um, no, so I will uh, just sort of get up. I, I'll be the first awake. I probably won't sleep. Um, maybe like an hour. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, get some coffee uh and just be waiting uh downstairs for other folks to join did you do your beard up today uh you know that the after my hour nap yeah that was like the first thing i did was uh i i gave it a good rinse and uh i treated it and um yeah you know i i figure if 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 life is short i want to look good you know i want to look good at least while uh while i'm around and uh so I do my beard up, and then I go back down into the tavern, and and I wait for uh, for the others uh, with my coffee in hand as we get ready to go out to Ursne. Soro is down there. Ah, good morning. I take it uh, you didn't sleep at all, or just a little bit, a little cutting up like me. Mm, I'm still worried about my brother. Hmm. Yes, I well. just he's left and he's been gone for so long and seeing you almost die and seeing how much your friends cared about you just reminded me of that bond that I have with him. Mm. Yes, well, you could do a lot worse than uh, having the compatriots like I do. 
uh, I do hope that you're able to, you know, we're able to find your brother and uh, get things sorted out, even though he is a vigilante. I don't judge him for that, uh, but family is important. At least that's what they say. So I will uh, do my best to try and get you reunited properly. I appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, sometimes, sometimes you don't get to choose who your family is. And uh, that would make it even more important <laughs> to protect Are the ones you that okay? you have. Yes, yes, I. <laughs> it's the, it's the coffee. I think it just hasn't hit yet, and still a little uh, sleep, a little sleepy, <laughs> still. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, anyways. We will find you, but it'll be good. And uh, looking forward to uh, the championship as well. Also, now I feel like a bit of a, a handicapped, maybe. Uh, we'll see if my leg wants to behave. Um, and I kind of, I give it like a little punch at the top of my leg. Um, it hurts. Again, like when, when you're trying to like wake up or you're like when it's asleep. Yeah, um, it's, it's stiff. Still. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, uh, I'll do that. And I'll, and I'll know that. I'll note that about myself mm-hmm. and my body. And uh, I'll be like, oh, boy. I'm like, I'm going to have to think about this because it means I'm not going to have, you know, might not be able to do certain things. So I, I'm, I'm making a mental note of it. Uh, but, yeah. So having coffee, chatting with Soro, hanging out, waiting for my friends. I, I um, pop out from the, uh, the storage room of the tavern. <laughs> That's where I slept. <laughs> Of course, that's where the bard slept. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Sauron Mulgrim. <clears throat> Good morning. Did I uh, sleep, sleep well there? I mean, I, I guess I have to say the storage closet's better than bushes, I suppose. Step up. Yeah. Maybe. So I'm, <laughs> working my way up there. So slept, yeah. on the, slept on a bag of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> a little bumpy. A little bumpy, no? <laughs> uh, well, maybe one of these days I'll stay at a number of uh, taverns and eventually... You'll make your way to sleeping in a proper bed. Maybe, maybe even with a companion. Hmm? Oh, I named the bag of potatoes. It was named Chelsea, but yes, I don't <laughs> pretend to. <laughs> now I grab my and sit down next time and plop my head down because I'm exhausted still. But right. Oh my god! Because you slept so, on a bag of potatoes named Chelsea. So uh, if you uh, come downstairs. An arrow comes flying out of trifecta in this guy's head <laughs> randomly out of nowhere. Soraya um. slinks down the stairs and uh. sort of takes stock and then uh, sort of gives a, an awkward like wave and then uh, will slip out the inn. What? Going out the front door? Yes, um, they're heading towards anywhere that might have a pony. Pony. Okay. <laughs> so I watched, I watched for... Soraya. Wait, wait, wait. Pause there, Soraya. Don't go running out <laughs> looking for ponies. As Soraya kind of goes through uh, the the tavern and heads to the door, uh, Morgan was kind of call after them like, Soraya, where? Where are you going? Are you going to have breakfast or? I, I 
carrot will do me, I suppose. Um, gonna... more, more rabbit food, huh? Yes. Uh, where, that's going to come back <laughs> quite often. <laughs> uh-huh. where, where, where are you going? Where, where are you headed? Look In... for a small uh, transporting animal. I mean, we returned, what, half the town. I'm sure that they can spare <coughs> a donkey or whatever in case her leg... Uh, sorry. Uh, no, generally no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. You will not do that. That's not needed. I don't need a pony. I don't need a donkey either. No. Sarath crosses their arms. Sarath, we're not going to argue about this. I do not want a handicap. I do not need a donkey or a pony. You're not going to get me one. That's not a handicap. It's a leggy cap. I'm not asking, Sarath, please. This is why I'm not I going to ride on this the pony. This is why I was going to leave. I wasn't going to actually have you ride on the pony. The poor thing would probably collapse from exhaustion after the first mile. What I was going to do is have like a Oh, little... now you're hurting my feeling. <laughs> this last one I have left. <laughs> I only have one. It's very small and frail, and you're you're wailing on it. Uh, so I sort of twitches a smile and then like kicks their legs together and just like, fine, fine. If you insist, um. I'll try if we have to a cover cart, your weak leg. If we, if we if have a cart that we insist. all ride in, sure. If we have a cart we all ride in, okay. I'm not going to be the only one riding on the ponies. Alden, you wake up at the far end of the bar uh, to hear all of them complaining or fighting. Oh, oh my head. Uh, please, please keep it down. Uh, <laughs> I know, um, I noticed. Uh, I didn't notice Alden before, like in the far corner. He's like in the, he's in like the shady, shadowy part, like where Strider hangs out in Lord of the Rings, right? Like yeah. In the dark corner. Uh, <laughs> Even more difficult to see because he's so short. Yeah. Alden, did you sleep at the bar? Um, I, I, I guess so. Um, is it morning? I guess we're all going to be in good shape. <laughs> it's morning. Yes. Yeah. Alden, um, throughout the night, uh, just had a bit too much, um, kind of, like, like, he seemed pleasant, he kind of, like, uh, partook of some of the festivities, but as the night, uh, winded down, he kind of got to the corner and started drinking, and just drinking and trying to forget the memories, he's, he was both emotionally and physically exhausted, and, uh, yeah, I, 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 I guess I, I, passed out here are are, are we ready are, are we getting ready to go uh yes i think that's the plan we'll be uh getting ready to go here soon uh and uh moving on to the next uh phase of our journey all right um give me give me a couple minutes i, I is there coffee uh, yeah, well, I ha- I have some. I'm sure there's more behind the bar. Uh, yes, it's uh, quite good, actually. I take a sip and I kind of wince. Like, it's not actually that good, but I'm just, like, saying, oh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yes. You, get a, you get a cup of joe in you, and you're feeling a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, getting early morning time, like around 8 a.m. or so, uh, when you guys should be heading out. The town has gathered to see you off. Ah, yes. A hero's farewell. Goodbye. Goodbye. I shall return. You see uh, one of the maidens of the village come by and give you a kiss on the cheek. Uh, Sigh. 
<laughs> Thank you, Chelsea. It's nice meeting you. <laughs> so not only do you have a bag of potatoes called Chelsea, but you have a, a maiden called Chelsea in this village, I guess. It was a confusing night. Last night. <laughs> Clever enough to swap the potatoes. <laughs> you guys uh, start heading out of town. Uh, did we actually get a cart? Or You were not able to procure a cart. The people did not have a cart for you guys to take. I would okay. like to cast Unseen Servant, please. Okay. And I will just jump on its back and uh, do a piggyback ride for the first hour of our journey. Okay. <laughs> Sariath wants to bring up uh, to Alden the letter that they had penned uh, previously to Magnus, and they want to see whether or not Magus had any insight into the goddess Lolf that was referenced in the journal that we had found. In addition, uh, Sarith will just be like, so, Alden, uh, look at this letter, and when we come to another post spot, hopefully the next town has a post office. (laughs) Uh, What do you think about letting Magus in and asking for a communion of knowledge of sorts? I I, I think that that would be good. Um, Somebody has to know something about this, I'm guessing, right? At least some some legends or some some hearsay. Possibly, although I do consider whether or not we can trust Megus. He does seem to desire power. Wasn't that the thing that he said when he said magic is just power and nothing else? Uh, yeah, he did say that. But I mean, if we can get any, any information from him, I'm, uh, maybe we can be picky about the information that we that we tell tell him we don't have to tell him about the temple we can see if he knows of any old gods or any of any any other things that we might come across yes i agree i think so too you guys are having this conversation as you guys are walking and uh talking and you guys travel for about i want to say half a day And you guys encounter no one on your ways up north. But if I can have you guys roll perception. Yes. What do I percept? Twelve for Sariath. Uh, Seventeen for Alden. Perception. Here we go, baby. Twenty-one for Morgan. 16 for So everyone but Sariath, you guys notice that the winds have been picking up a bit. And you, Morgrim, know that there is a snowstorm on the way and that you guys need to find shelter soon. All right. Well, then uh, I will let them know. I'll just say um, uh, that is uh, not a good sign. Uh, it means that there's a bad storm on its way, so we should uh, we should get moving. And with the continued drop of temperature due to the snowstorm, 
your leg is not feeling happy right now. I bet. It is very stiff. You guys travel for another hour up north, and you are hit by the snowstorm. It's blinding you guys as you guys are trying to find cover somewhere. But out on the tundra that you guys are here, no cover is found. Hmm. Sai, you bump into something in the snowstorm. Hey, what's this? It's a sign. It's a sign. Okay, I start getting all the snow and muck out of it, so I want to see what it says. It says, come to the premier resort of Ursne. <laughs> Guys, we're saved! Look! 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 Look, it says Ursne. He can... He can uh, yes. Underneath, think... underneath that, uh, you see the name of the town that is uh, nearby. And it says Malis. Morgrim. Uh, hmm? Mal Malis. Do you, do you know of it? Uh, sounds familiar. It does. It sounds familiar to me. I would imagine. It does not sound familiar to you at all. Oh well. Uh, you no. know, Morgrim, that you are still a ways off from Ursne, and you've never heard of a town between. Uh, between Ursne and Redford. Hmm. Especially uh, one with that name. Oh, surely Sarath has heard of something. Jolie cartographer. Possibly. Nah. Let me check. I suppose history? Hurry, mm -hmm. I'm freezing. Oh. Uh, 22. With a 22, you have heard this name before, but it wasn't in Ursne. So, Morgrim, you're not familiar with this, and additionally, there seems to be a discrepancy on the location of this town. I believe it was somewhere else, not here. Mm. But I don't think that we have a choice. Sariath eyes Morgrim's leg and then raises an eyebrow. No cart, no pony. So let's go to Malise then. We'll surely die. You guys go just a bit more north, probably about 20 more minutes, and you come to a large stone gate. Oh. Another gate. Um... Hello? Is anyone well, there? Well, no sorry. one answers you, but the gate opens. Uh, Soraya takes a step back. Was going to inspect the stonework for indications of what humanoid carved it. Oops. <laughs> the giant stone doors open. Harry, let's go inside. I'd rather die in there than die out here. Sir, and with those do... words, that's where we end our session tonight. Just for all the all the listeners that are out there, 
It was the funniest thing. And I'm evil. I'm an evil DM. Um, <laughs> because I didn't let them know that he was dead or not. Um, and Chelsea, Chelsea was freaking out about it. I, like, I had my, I had my microphone, uh, muted the whole front part. I just staying quiet. I was ready to jump in. I, I asked, I asked you if I wanted to roll a new character and like, oh, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. So I wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure. But it was good. I, I, I uh, sent a message to Chelsea afterwards and was like, Hey, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I did shed actual tears. <laughs> I did. Yes, I wrote a whole eulogy. I drew a memorial portrait from one of them. I'm memorial portrait now. It's funny because, like, well, it would be funny if Sariath, like, had drawn the memorial portrait like while everyone else was digging like rest in peace Morgan. like <laughs> it was nice knowing you like writing the eulogy there and then like they're digging him out and like alden's like oh look he's alive and so it's like poor Morgrim. like planning like planning the funeral while i'm getting pulled out of the rubble like so that's it's okay i'm alive and they're like and they're like, no, 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 I'm planning your funeral. Like, let's put him back in the ground. Like, I've got, I've got things planned. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us for this episode of Tales of Azeron. 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 I think that was better. <laughs> that, was a lot, that was a lot better. That was a lot better. But join us again next time as we delve deeper into this story and find out where our players are going to be headed next in a town called Malis.